Now entering Nerdist.com. Fuck that guy. Ready? And recording. Okay. Hey, welcome to Jonah Ray. Dio can't make it because he is uh, doing something. This is weird. Daytime daytime radios are always weird for me. Uh, on this week's episode, we got our producer, Cash Arsel. Cash. Hey, everybody. Adam's here. Hey. Neil, you're here. Neil's looking yeah, at, here. like a primate, looking at the iPad like he's never seen it before. Oh. Got some Simpson drops. Because I really want to fuck you, too. Cool. Get ready to hear that uh, the yeah. entire time. Oh, wow. Um, mm. What is that from? It's Ray Donovan. Uh, oh, yeah. Our guest today is a uh, is a guy whose album, debut stand-up comedy album, went to the number two spot in the comedy charts on <laughs> iTunes uh, with the album Stop Not Owning This. Please, everybody, welcome Nick Youssef. Yay! Yay! Great intro hey. song. Yes, it's nice. <laughs> it's really good. That was done by Dana Lechtenberg. If you're ever wondering who does all the artwork you see for every episode of, uh, oh, of the, Jonah okay. Radio, that guy uh, made that with his buddy. That was Dana These are great. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, really, are. really, really good. <laughs> so good. He's fact. bad to the bone. So good. Whoops. Never mind. <laughs> That's how good he is. That's how good he is. Um, so you, got, you, you put out your album. I did. And it's on all things comedy. It felt great. Yeah, digitally, that's what it's out on. Digitally on all things comedy. Something soon you'll be able. Someone's going to be putting it out soon on vinyl. On the wax. On the wax. On the old wax. That is going to be so exciting. Yeah, that's like a mini dream come true. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm only about mini dreams and accomplishing them almost. (laughs) Right. You know what? One of my other mini dreams uh, still is actually is to be on the five o'clock funnies on KLOS. Oh really? (laughs) <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> it's so weird. Explain to people uh, don't live in Los Angeles. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people are like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, KLOS is a classic rock radio station yep. in Los Angeles, and I grew up in Los Angeles, so it's uh, it's one of the few that's actually survived that in K Rock, and yeah. you know, a lot of a lot of stations just change formats like overnight. But this one's kind of stayed. But every I don't know if it's every day anymore but they used to have they still do they have a, a program called five o'clock funnies and they would just play bits from stand-up comedians when i was a teenager wanting to do stand-up i'd hear comedians on there and i was like whoa this is the big time <laughs> <laughs> these guys have made it do you They're, remember who it was was it local guys or i mean that's uh, that's a weird thing to say for los angeles but uh, yeah. yeah do you know well, who it was they remember? were like some guys I I don't think I'd ever heard of. Occasionally they do some famous people. I think I heard like Norm on there once or twice, and then like Dana Carvey, yeah, some b- bigger guys like that. They would lean towards cleaner comics because it was radio, sure. But I they also would put Bobby Slayton on there. <laughs> oh, wow. and it might be just because he's Pitbull. been Pitbull yeah, of comedy. The, the Pitbull of comedy. But his bits on the thing where I was like, hey, what's the beep? Yeah, and it was just like two minutes of beeping. Oh, and I was like, whoa, this guy's a rebel. Pitbull <laughs> comedy, though, 
I found I was real weird, real weird to me when I found out he gave himself that title. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You can't give yourself. You nicknames. can't give yourself that. Nickname. And it was only sure, after yeah. the Pitbull of music started. That was the weird part for me. Was it? No, it wasn't he? Was around for a long <laughs> I time. Know. No, you're talking, such... you're talking Pitbull. You're talking. I'm talking Pitbull. Pitbull, the first, the first the Latino to ever have his own Sirius XM uh, uh, station. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is kind of surprising. Considering most of the world (laughs) is Latino. Yeah, that's really bizarre. It is. Because, like, there's Latin radio stations that do better than English-speaking ones. Telemundo is, like, the highest local-rated, you know, television channel. It's also because you get it without cable. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I can't believe he gave himself that name. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, it's an odd thing to do. That's you know? like the launching point for that had to be like awkward. Yeah. Where you're like they call me the pit bull of comedy. Like, oh Who's cool, they? who? <laughs> me so far. Me but so like yeah. if you could start, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> We'd have would, two and then we could build constant, from that. Yeah. That would constitute a they at that point, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well that's like that great old uh speaking of Dana Carvey, that old awesome Dana Carvey bit where it's like uh like his name wasn't Sting, so he had to go to his friends. Oh right! And it's like, uh, hey fellas, if you wouldn't mind, maybe from now on calling me Sting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like whatever, Jerry or whatever is Gordon. 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 Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Gordon, get out of here. Get us another beer. <laughs> right away, chaps. Right away. <laughs> it's so perfect that his name, his real name, is so corny. Yeah. Compared to Sting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sting was that even like. You know, even like in a proto-punk time, was that like a cool name? Well, it's because he wore a yellow and black striped uh, sweater all the time. Oh, (laughs) do you think he thought up the nickname first and then went out and bought the yellow and black sweater? I I don't know. Mm. But I think people called him that because he had the sweater. Mm. Let's Snopes it. What's that? Snopes.com. It debunks urban myths like that. Oh. Oh, does it? Yeah. Well, we'll play a song and then we'll come back. Uh, Last... Uh, last weekend, I was at uh, Houston for the whatever Houston Whatever Fest, which was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> These festivals are getting real lackadaisical with their branding, yes, yeah. and also with their lineups. Because I was one of the I was one of the top guys. Uh, 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 oh, do you, uh, this is a uh, San Antonio yeah. festival. Yeah, I'm, actually here's here's a here's a here's something. Um, uh, Cleveland is so shitty. <laughs> How, How shitty, shitty is it? It's so shitty that their comedy festival asked me to headline. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, thanks for being on top of that, Neil. Yes, unlock, unlock when is the thing. That? What the festival? I'll probably Dude's end up going. Uh, but uh, <laughs> when is it? Like? Oh, it's in uh, November or something like that. Oh, okay. You know, make it so you do, you can make that it. That should so be cool. It does six thirty for when we have to I'm cut that out. He, he mouth dropped it. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Cleveland's not that terrible. No, no, I, lo- I love. Cle- it was just a bad Cleveland joke. I love Cleveland. <laughs> uh, I have friends from Cleveland. Like uh, okay. uh, my friend Donald, his parents live in Cleveland. Oh okay. wow! There are some high and fast roller coasters in Cleveland. Right. Uh, no, Every- I'm. I'm looking forward to. Okay, good. I think I haven't told him yet that I will, but I will. Right. <laughs> Everyone would tell me it's so terrible. Cleveland. I think that's just the... And then I went, and I was like, this isn't bad. Well, it's just kind of like, you know, it's like, oh, Detroit, what a run-down city. But then you go, and it's just uh, the youth have taken it over. Yeah. And it's the coolest. has, like, some of the best food in the country now. It has, uh-huh. like, a lot of people that can't afford to exactly. do things in other cities are just taking over the city. Yeah. 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 And you can buy a city block for $500. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's where a lot of the Chinese money is going, is uh, Detroit. Oh, Rary. Yeah, yeah. Some of those abandoned... Also, you're the guy that really uh, <laughs> loves the fact that the guy got shot in Ferguson, right? 
Yeah, I'm the one guy. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Some of those abandoned areas in Detroit look really beautiful, too. Cause it's like all, 30 for when know, we have to cut this out. Yeah, yeah. All the, the greenery has overgrown it. It's all, like, um, tagged up and stuff. And Yeah, it looks like a post-apocalypse. It looks like yeah. uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, But we're going to – one of the bands I got to see while in Houston – uh, many handful of bands. We'll talk about them later. But one band was uh, Cheap Girls, which uh, I had heard the name for years, never really checked them out. And uh, our friend Aloy uh, texted me saying, you have to see them. They're a mix of the Smoking Popes and R.E.M. And I saw them, and now I can't stop listening to their stuff. Oh, awesome. cool. It's really good. So Going into my audio. Uh, yeah, this uh, it's, it will be on your heavy rotation, the amount I've been listening to this stuff. Uh, but this is uh, Gone All Summer off uh, their, uh, not the most recent album, but their album Giant Orange. So please enjoy it. Gone.
Solid. 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 That's a good good band. Yeah, I got to see them in Houston. Got to see uh, uh, basically a private uh, Holtsteady show. (laughs) <laughs> um, how how is it private? Just really nobody at this festival. Wow, and it was a really good festival, really cool. Like oh, you know, everyone was kind of you know, like all the there was two stages in one parking lot, so you can kind of just turn around and watch oh, the next great. band go up. Um, and then there was two indoor venues right next to each other, and then there was an outdoor comedy uh, venue, which you know, not the best, but people were good because it was hot. It's Houston, yeah, it's fucking. Balls hot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was good. You know, Bobcat was there. Eliza Schlesinger was there. Uh, TJ was there. Uh, I was, and I, you know, hung out with a lot of local comics. They're all really nice guys. That's cool. Uh, but uh, yeah, hold steady. Just, and here's the thing I was kind of being like, you know, there weren't too many people at me the first day. Plus, it was because it was just so hot and like, you know, people were just trying to scatter it around the, the, where the shade was, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I kind of like, I was like, ah, oh, I don't know. I didn't feel like, you know, really putting in the effort. And then, <laughs> When we left, I was done, and then D and I and I tried, you know, but like D and I went to go see uh, the whole study, and there was you know got to be thirty people there. Wow, that's, that's it? crazy. Thirty to fifty, you know, something like that, just wow. like scattered. But for whole study, which I mean, they can fill up a big place. Sure, yeah. yeah. And there's really nobody there, and but like they're fucking giving it their all. That's, that's awesome. They did not perform like there was only a few guys singing along. And they didn't like <laughs> mention it or anything. No, no, they didn't like they didn't attack the crowd for yeah. not being more plentiful. Right. <laughs> which is something you kinda as a comic is hard not to do. Yeah. It's like it's hard to not shit on them for not laughing at a joke because it's not their fault. It's yeah. your fault. <laughs> right. And it's like if there's not too many there. It's hard to not go. It's like, what the fuck? Who cares? You know, yeah. they're there for you. Yeah. Yeah. They're there. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was neat to see. Same with the dwarves. I, you know, the next day I saw dwarves play, and they were great. Uh, but there was barely anybody there, but they were still giving a great performance. And, wow. And I'm bummed because I missed the queers because uh, my set was at the same time as theirs. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, and the comedy audiences were great. Like, a ton of people came for TJ, and my second show the next day was, like, really good. And Bobcat, like, just destroyed for an hour of these people just standing in the, you know, the heat. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I'm really excited to try and maybe take Did you have radio more of a draw than the hold steady? I'd say it was pretty equal. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, and then like you know, but then a ton of people showed up uh, for Blonde Redhead at the end of the night. Um, I didn't even know there was. Still oh, I was around. also at the same time. I was at the same time as Andrew WK. So, oh, you didn't get to see him? I did actually get. Uh, he played at like uh, one. Could you see him from your stage? How how party was his set on um, a scale of one to ten? Well, ten being I didn't the most see, party. I didn't see the set. Uh, at okay. the same time as mine. Okay, okay. From what you could hear. But then you yeah. saw him at 1 a.m. But said? then I, like, he played at a bar at 1 a.m., the Dirty Bar. Oh, and okay. uh, so we were so tired because we yeah. traveled that day. And also there was a monsoon in the middle of the day for a half an hour. What? I guess that's just commonplace in <laughs> Houston. Whoa. It just was the scariest storm I had ever – in a, and it happens a lot in Hawaii. Like all of a sudden it will start raining and it will be done. But it was just the thunder was so loud and I thought like the city was just going to get washed away. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was, like, I was like, oh, that was crazy. And everyone was like, yeah, it's Houston. I was like, oh, all right. Another thing going against that city. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, we also have monsoons. Yeah, it's a really, it's a cool city though, and I, um, you know, it was a lot of fun hanging out. Um, hung out with the people from Night Owl Print, uh, and they took us to get some good breakfast tacos. It was a cool time, really yeah. cool time. Uh, but uh, yeah, and the. Uh, did you see that statue of George Bush at the airport? No, I did not. There's a statue of George Bush where he's got his like jacket over his shoulder, like he's just shirt and tie. Oh, but he's got the jacket over his shoulder. Then the artist made it so like. 
wind is blowing the jacket out straight, so it looks like he's got a Superman cape on. Oh, <laughs> it's the dumbest thing ever. And I, the one time I, or no, I was, I've been there like three or four times, but uh, one time I walked by and someone had just spit in his face. Oh, Whoa! <laughs> it's like, that is some brass balls in, well, in Texas. In Texas, in, yeah. Houston. Wait, for the, for the statue or for the guy that spit in his face? No, it wasn't brass statue, but the guy that spit in his face. Oh, okay. That's brass pretty, balls are attached, though. Pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when I was in Ireland, someone had spit on the bush photo that they had there. <laughs> As they should. Right. The, the, I, the first piece of anti-George Bush graffiti I ever saw was in Switzerland. And he had been in office maybe three months. Yeah. <laughs> like, they didn't, they didn't uh, wait you know, on anything. At that point, it could have been anybody. Yeah. Any president. They just right. knew. Yeah. Oh, no. They knew he used to be head of the CIA. That was a good time, wasn't it? <laughs> Hating the president? No. It was a good yeah. time. We, we all came together. Yeah, we all came together to hate him. Now it's like, it's like so much. You get so guilty hating the president now. <laughs> I know. You're like, it's like... It's like the friend that's really nice and means well, and you're yeah. just like, listen, he's trying, he's so, he's trying hard. so hard. He's, <laughs> he's like, he's he wanted not... to close Guantanamo, but he just hasn't had time to get over yeah. there. I yeah. totally get that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Basically, like our president right now is like cash in our group of friends. <laughs> 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 he means well, but oh boy, you uh, are. How's he supposed to even get to Guantanamo? We're not allowed to go to Cuba. Then why do we have a whole? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the deal. Yeah. Um, You'd have to go to Toronto and then like fudge some paperwork. Yeah. So I. Uh, so that was fun. That was a, that was a good time. Uh, How many days was the festival? Two days. Okay. So flew in on Saturday, checked in, walked over to the place, mm-hmm. and then uh, then it was Sunday. Then left Monday morning. That's got to be like so much less stress. It's like two days, and it's not insanely busy. You know what I mean? We're it halfway through. You're like, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, no, there was enough time to, you know, it was, it was right, it was a nice little trip. And plus, we, uh, Dean and I, we don't like to, uh, she came along with me, we don't like to uh, stay at hotels, because they're uh, depressing to me. Uh-huh. And so we uh, Airbnb'd, and it was great, so we stayed at this really cool loft. Uh, nice. And, like, it was just a nice, it was Did a you nice go through little bit What? Do you go through their stuff? No, they don't really, they kind of hide all their personal stuff. How many Airbnbs? people like you. Yeah, how many have you stayed in? Not me, I don't stay in an Airbnb. <laughs> Yeah, no. I love but, hotels. But, but, but the type of guy that would think to go, did you go through your stuff? They're trying to protect themselves from guys like you. Just he owns an Airbnb black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do Airbnb black, which is a Hilton. Yeah, uh, I hate hotels so much. Uh, I've Airbnb. We Airbnb'd in uh, London, Paris, and New York a couple times. Uh, we got one in this neighborhood for my parents when they were in town uh-huh. for the wedding. We've done an Airbnb in mm. uh, uh, Lake Tahoe. So and they've all been like positive experiences and like yeah I've cool. never had Everything. a bad I've never yeah. had a bad experience and That's, it's just the trips are ten times better because you're really? you know it's a, in New York I want to stay in Brooklyn Hot, the hotels in Brooklyn are kind of not good or really expensive or kind of far and few between yeah. and so you get to stay in the neighborhoods you want to stay in yeah right. you know um, if you go to Lake Tahoe you want to stay in a cabin. So right. we, like we like stayed this A-frame cabin that was just the most like modern, mid-century modern kind of modern. Like it was, you get to kind of it's like that fantasy of of traveling of like, oh, if I lived here, this is what it would be like. Yeah. This I, is the neighborhood I would live in. I've been in a few one, places. Yeah. yeah, I'm staying in one for the first time next week in Chicago. That's oh, I'm that's asking. another great. Yeah. Oh, we did in Chicago too. Okay. Yeah. In what neighborhood? Andersonville. That's where uh, Dee's brother lives. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited because like I, I'm kind of with you on the hotel thing. Sometimes yeah. it's just depressing, and they're the same everywhere you go. Yeah, and it's that's not traveling, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's like being in a hospital in a certain way. <laughs> yeah, like it's so sterile. Everything's the same. Uh, this should be more fun. 
Yeah, yeah, than that. <laughs> they should be. Yeah. And everything they do, even like, here's the thing. This is a testament to how shitty hotels are in general. Um, the uh, the Grand Californian, one of the most gorgeous like hotels on the outside and in the lobby that I've ever seen. That's at Disneyland. Yeah. It's like it's like a huge cabiny craftsman era, you know, wooden uh, fixtures, wooden furniture, everything is just so gorgeous. And then you you know you go into the room and it's just a hotel room. Yeah, yeah. dorm room. With a buzzing fluorescent light. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. And there's a you know a little folded plastic cardboard or thing, you know, telling you that they got HBO. <laughs> That's what I love. That's what's so great about going to Reno is that all the old motels that are still just trying. It's like, hey, we got beds and HBO. Yeah. Yeah. We got dial-up modems. We got, yeah, we got Whoa. internet. Of course you, yeah, web TV. you got internet. Yeah, everyone has it. Yeah. I'm going to punch yeah. you in the dick. What was that one? I'm going to punch you in the dick. <laughs> what is that from? All right. I don't know. Bill Tackett said it. Bill Tackett. Soundboard Bill Tackett. I think, it, I think it's John DiMaggio. He just sits at home and says stuff into <laughs> No, I'm that's, sure he does. Something. I think that's from Futurama. Last year at Outside Lands, uh, Nick Thune and like his buddies got an Airbnb. Oh, that's right. You remember me telling me about that? Yeah, yeah. Like on it was a penthouse thing that they all kind of went in on together, and it was. Um, I was like, this is a thing you can do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just rent people's places, and it was cool. But like the personal belongings thing is like always kind of. They kept them out? Yeah, because it's like you're sitting there like eating pizza and then there's like a family looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and they're smiling, but you feel like they're just like, do not spill any pepperoni yeah. on my yeah. fucking floor. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go to the other. Yes. Saw a lot of hot girls today. You thinking about jerking off in the shower? Don't. Whatever you do. Don't cut up lines of cocaine great. on my family's yeah. face. Thank you very much. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Um, well, let's uh, take a break from this song. Got a lot of cool songs being submitted to this uh, this podcast, which is great. Um, so let's uh, let's play one by. What should we do? Here's one. It's uh, these guys sent something in called One Hit. Uh, they're called Black Denim. B L A K Denim. Uh, and uh, I dug it when I listened to it. So here it is. Uh, and then when we get back, maybe I'll tell the story about playing Black Flag at a party. <laughs> Just wanna stick a 
around, you don't want a bit of you. So he turns to Facebook and tries to add you in hopes to follow his words. Book of Matthew, his New Testament that you're listening to. Two ways unbelievable, Chris Gringo. Cause kid, you either believe or you don't, or you just can't believe the shit that he wrote. But he still feels neglected. He feels they won't link because the lack of a necklace. They on some neck. I said some neck. Cause on my neck, I want them to turn their heads and say, You're next, kid. To be live on stage with no edit. Born to a new world of criticism on your exit. Nervous. Feels the pressure, but he ready for it. Enticed by bright lights and night That would make my ass happy. It breeds jealousy and people wanna attack me. The only cuffs I wanna deal with are the ones on my khakis. I hope this feeling never goes away. But the fact of the matter is that it could leave today. Makes you wonder after one hit how someone could plummet. Shit, I am just being honest. They did it with consistency, meaning I gotta do it more consistently. Number one on billboard, maximum exposure so the house get taken over by foreclosure. And it's a business bring music to the masses. Spotlight off the tent of your glasses. Follow your dreams, this is what I have to say. Nothing said it's no, so I pray What happened? Nothing. Oh, right. Don't worry about it. No, no. What'd, you, what'd you do, Cash? No, don't worry about it. It's no. fine. No, no, I don't want to. It's fine. Not I, I worry nailed about your it. neighbor's garage with your crossbow. This. Oops. <laughs> did you do, why? How, there's the fucking table. How did you miss the table? It's huge. It's, it's a bent arrow. <laughs> yeah. Excuses. Let's back up. You have a crossbow? Yeah, I <laughs> got the crossbow for my, uh, for my birthday. Yes. Uh, I thought I had it dead sided. This, this is what so I've affordable. Said about it. This is what I've said about it. And the bowling ball was inscribed with Homer. <laughs> <laughs> it was used because he unpacked it. It was used for right. He took it out back and put it together. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I almost bought myself one at the same time, but I thought that would be tacky. Yeah. <laughs> Look, funny. best friends, let's go to the woods. <laughs> but now it's been like a couple of weeks, so I can just go get one. I'm, yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm getting a big one, by the way. <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, oh. it's fun. We uh, you know, it doesn't go through as much shit as you want it to, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could get different bolts that are. I'd rather keep it casual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to get one of those net bolts. I think it'd be awesome. So yeah. blasting through the. Entire wall of your neighbor's garage. <laughs> the ones it didn't the... go all the way through. It just went most of the way through. How does that? It, there's a fence. I know. You I went over the fence. Like and it, it... Over the fence. What were you trying to hit? <laughs> and why did you put the fucking the uh, barbecue scrub on? Do you? Oh, I just, yeah, I, I just that. put that up there to to hold the plastic so that the styrofoam would be there. You guys have no respect for my barbecuing equipment. <laughs> I thought that was the one that Neil already defiled with no, the poop No, we got a new one since then. Okay, they, they but, threw away the one covered in shit that Neil was responsible for. No, I that, did not that shit on the barbecue scrub. I was scrubbing no, shit someone off my shit. Someone shit on the barbecue? <laughs> no, someone like 
stepped in dog shit. Uh, and then Neil's like, here, use this. And no, then just no. scrubbed it off their foot with my barbecue. We were having no, the barbecue at the time. I think I scrubbed that, it off my That was foot. the most was it your outrageous. Own foot? Probably. Yeah. Wow. We were currently using the grill. <laughs> And this is the same household that now has a crossbow. Yes, yes, right, right. <laughs> that Neil brought in. Exploding tips. Yeah, that's a great idea, Adam. It is a great well, we idea. We should make everything more dangerous. Well, we should get his also, smoke bombs, though. The uh, the about about gun. You tape tape the smoke bomb to the arrow yeah. and. Uh, I am retiring cool. from coming near the crossbow. The crossbow so was also left outside. You shouldn't have Thanks come on the crossbow. The crossbow was left outside on Saturday. Or yeah, Saturday. So I want to say. You guys are two of the biggest idiots I've ever known in my life. <laughs> I just bought it. Also, I'm not responsible the cat out. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I said we need one of those net crossbow arrows to get the cat. Yeah. It's a good Trying idea. to see D keep it together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah not, not, cool. not cool. Not cool. Not cool for anything. Uh, but, yeah, that we were playing with it on Saturday before we – oh, no, it was on Friday. Yeah. Before we saw Super Chunk on Friday. That was uh, yeah. show. Mike Kroll. That was a great show. Where was that at? It's at the Eagle Rock Center for the Arts. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 How many cool. people do you think were there? I was trying to Sold give it out. So I'd probably say about 300. 300? Yeah. Mike Roll no, played with them? Mike Roll opened up for them. Oh, shit. Yeah, like yeah. Largo Fuck. seats 300, and all those people were standing. Yeah, but it was you know loose in the back and on the sides. That's yeah, the perfect size venue for a band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really 300? was. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's good. Uh, music sounds great. The talking in between, you can't really tell what's going on because of just the sound bounces. It's yeah. so high, the ceilings, you know. Which I'm fine with because I've always hated when musicians <laughs> speak in between songs. Yeah, have you ever seen Ted Leo in The Pharmacist Live? I have at the El Rey many, many years ago. Yeah. Very funny in between songs. Yeah. I don't remember. We I saw don't. him and Amy I don't Man. remember yeah. hating it, so maybe it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, him and Amy Mann doing the both. Very okay. funny in between songs. Yeah. Uh, shellac. Very funny. Great. They're like going to a shellac show live. It's. Like, there's two shows, and they're both equally as good. <laughs> yeah. You know who's funny in between songs is uh, E from Eels. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. he yeah. is. Yeah, He's yeah. hilarious. Oh, man. I still e, – Eels are one of the best bands to see live. Yeah. The last time I saw him, by the way, at the Shrine, like a couple months ago. Oh, yeah. He brought on Steve Perry from Journey. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I heard about this. And he, he, sang, he sang It's a Motherfucker, the Eel song. What? With E. And he was like, I mean, obviously better than you know yeah. Eels or anybody could do it. <laughs> and then he sang like three Journey songs. I, Jesus. And people were crying. They were cheering. It was like the most magical <laughs> That's intense. experience at a concert. Like, and also E, I didn't know this. Like He's, he's kind of like uh, Speedo uh, from Rocket from the Crypt Live. He's like, give it up for the band. You know, he's always, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you see the rock and roll version of uh, Eel's show, because they have different types of live shows. They do. It's mm-hmm. funny. Um, Neil and I went and saw them when they were all in the matching like Adidas jumpsuits. Yeah, right. all, but yeah. then like with like big band style fronts. Yeah, they all have risers. Like, like, yeah, oh, like risers cool. and like blinds. Yeah. Wearing like suits and stuff. No, 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 no. no. Track suits. Oh, there's the same one. Okay. But then they had like those little things with like like Cab Calloway would have like. All right. like the guitar player while he sits, so you right, right, right. see his shoes or whatever. Yeah, and then uh, but like I also also saw the tour when they had the suits, and yeah. it was like a big rock and roll show. They had like a horn section, mm-hmm. and they did like this punk version of uh, I like birds. It was just incredible. That's cool. It's different every time. Yeah, yeah. it's it's amazing. Yeah, it makes you want to go. This one they were all in. It looked like you were in like a 1950s like Chicago kind of blues jazz club. Oh, that was wow, like the funny. vibe on stage until he brought on Steve Perry, and then it was like a rock and roll. Yeah. Show. <laughs> it was, like, it was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. it was unbelievable. And it was yeah, that's incredible. Uh, yeah, I like I like to see them live. Um, what else I see live at that show? I saw um, 
Mike Kroll? No, I'm thinking about Houston more. Oh. Trying to think. I saw some local guys that were really good on their name escaping my head. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I saw a little bit of uh, these guys um, called the uh, Nick Greer and the G's. Nick Greer and the G's, like, you know, they uh, Whoa. they listen. Say that again? Slowly. Slowly. Nick Greer and the G's. Gotcha. Okay, got it. Hey. Uh, but yeah, they do this kind of stuff. Yo, I'm sick of barking dogs with the peanut butter jaws. You ain't saying shit at all, man. I'm fat as fuck. I don't remember that song. I don't remember that song. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, they were they were fun live. Uh, but yeah, it was a, oh, you know, he was a crazy. The last time we were there, like we were hanging out with like this guy who owned like the place where the comedy show was at. And then it turns out he, him and his friend also owned the place across the street, and they also owned like five other places in Houston. Oh, and they took us around. Uh, and we like it's like the last time we were there, we went eight like motherfuckers. It was incredible. And I was barbecue. Just like, no, no, just like Tex Mex. Okay. And then we went to the, yeah, a couple different bars. It was just uh, this guy. These guys were just treating us nice, <laughs> treating us real nice. And I was just like, was like nice. oh, that's like, it's like another thing. It's another thing you can do. Yeah, anyone who owns more than three establishments in a city, it's like that's the guy to hang out with. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna know where to go. He exactly. knows everybody. And he was, you yeah. know, he's just like a real kind of like Texan Latino guy, real like yeah. you know, good old boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like he was just talking about, you know, how he, like he's like, yeah, like I don't know how it came up, but like. Uh, Susan Sarandon came up. And he's like, oh, man, I love Susan Sarandon, but like, you know, I don't like how she got so liberal. And I was like, I was like all right, we'll, we'll veer away from this. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're in Texas. Yeah, yeah no, that's when you right. remember. And this guy has You're some a money. Business owner <laughs> I know. And then he, but then he's just like, you know what? What got me into her though was you know, rock, uh, a Rocky Horror Picture Show. And then he started singing "Sweet Transvestite." Knows all the lyrics. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I was like, you can't know all the lyrics to "Sweet Transvestite" from right. the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And also vote Republican. It shouldn't be allowed. I know. <laughs> That's bizarre. I could just see the, the midnight screening and all the all the people, the cast walking in, and they all have ten gallon hats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just, but it's uh, but that's fishnet covering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Checking their guns at the door. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this uh, past Saturday, I uh, I with my friend Chris Holmes uh, helped DJ the uh, Comedy Central Technical Emmys after party. Uh, and uh, in that time on the way there, I made a joke saying, uh, uh, hey, I'm DJing the Comedy Central uh, Emmy, uh, Technical Emmys. Uh, tell me which uh, Gigi Allen songs you want me to play. Yeah. Be sure to tag you know, Comedy Central. CM Punk responded with, uh, you know, I forget which one, like diarrhea or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, fucking Gigi Allen word jumble game for things. Uh, and then I, but like, you know, I played uh, Black Flag's TV party mm-hmm. because it was a literal TV party. Yeah. yeah. Comedy Central Emmy party it's perfect it's a tv party yeah. it's a so a lady from viacom comes up to hardwick or sorry holmes chris holmes uh comes up to holmes and says uh as a hey yeah we, you can't play that stuff okay it's too aggressive you can't play that kind of stuff <laughs> and he's like well it's the guy that has a tv show on your network it's uh kind of up to him and she's like well you shouldn't have let him and i got upset that she would do that to chris, like put it on chris yeah and not like the you know supposed you know talent or whatever you know yeah or the thing so anyway i got you know but I, it's not. I played a lot of dancey, fun stuff. I played, you know, Playgirl by Lady Tron. I played. So how about we get to that part of the story? Okay. Little preview of the story. Yeah, yeah. Neil is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I'm not the yeah. worst anymore. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, for a guy that just does nothing but talk about how he knows story better than everybody, and as an editor, and then uh, is yeah. a fucking in real life. Fucking real Quentin Tarantino with the way he wants this shit to go down. (laughs) 
How about you start the story, we'll show the end of the story, and then you do the middle of the story, which, is, as everyone knows, the middle is always the most interesting part. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What you said. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Um, so, uh, you know, I played a lot of uh, good stuff, and then I, uh, and then like a bunch what of was the people. What was the most mainstream, catchy, dance-friendly song you played? Um, remote control from uh from Beastie Boys. Okay. Uh, you know, Playgirl was pr- it's pretty uh okay. pretty you know dancey. It's like you know it's electronic. Okay. Kind of stuff. The blow pretty dancey. The Latigre. Um, I didn't play any Latigre. I played uh Does It Offend You? Yeah, that's a pretty good dancey yeah. song. So there's a little for everybody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Um. Uh, and then uh, you know, I got a little upset. Then and then all of a sudden, like later on in the evening, uh, Joss Whedon uh comes up. To the mm-hmm. DJ booth and says, "This music sucks. You should play something that's dancey." And I said uh, what I thought was funny because I thought it was a funny response. Also, I was a little offended, uh, but uh, I go, "I go, oh no, I'm only playing good music. Good music can't be danced to by girls." I saw that quote. I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's funny. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he did not think it was a joke. Was very offended. He's like, "What? Oh, really? What do you? Who says that? Like, just really offended by it." <laughs> You're like, uh, and I was like, "Oh no, I music. was joking. I played a bunch of dancey stuff, like, because yeah. it was like the night was wrapping up. There was barely anybody in there at that point. Everyone was outside. Yeah, and like he kind of lost it, and then tweeted that, and I was very offended. And then so I, uh, uh, I was just kind of like, I was like, man, what a, I was trying to have fun, and then that's that's what happens." Uh, I thought he was tweeting it like, "Hey, my my funny friend Jonah just said this hilarious thing." I also I thought he was know. saying, that. "Yeah, that's what Ricky was saying," and I can't tell. I can't tell. Well, I did uh. see there's a new update on Avengers three. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mousy record store guy, new villain. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah Ultron's yeah. out. But here's the thing: he also like right after that, like he did tweet another thing uh, that said. Um, like, you know, DJs that say... Like, here, actually, let's fucking look it up. Jonah Ray is dead to me. Tweet. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bullet shot ricochet there for shots fired. Yeah. So here's the... So you'd uh, never met him before? Or like I had met him. We had, he had him on the podcast once, and I oh, thought yeah. he followed me on uh, Twitter, but maybe he unfollowed me. But um, uh, then uh, the next day he tweets, hearing a DJ dismiss pop as something girls dance to is like meeting the child catcher. Scary, but also, wow, you actually exist? The child catcher? Maybe it's some reference know. to some, you know, Neil Gaiman shit or something, you know? <laughs> okay. um, Wait, don't bring gay men into this. No, no, no. All right. <laughs> um, so, and then like, and then retweeted this dude that took a picture of a car and then he captioned it speechless. And the car license plate says N O T A L M N, not all men. So he's essentially calling me out for being a sexist. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is so bizarre. All over just like a couple of songs? Oh, I think it just, he just misread the joke. Yeah. Right, right. I think that was a pretty good joke. I know that's a funny joke. Like, yeah, oh no, I, I don't it play. Was... It's like it's a DJ joke. It's like oh, I don't, I don't play good music. You're like, yeah, I know I play good music, not the music that girls can dance to. You can dance to anything if you know how to fucking dance. Yeah, that's true. You know, like it's uh, and then like luck, and then he's like, "Do you have any Beyonce? Do you have any Beyonce?" And Chris Holmes, professional DJ, <laughs> DJ's opening up for Paul fucking McCartney yeah. on the reg. That's just his yeah. opening act. Is our friend Chris Holmes doesn't have any Beyonce <laughs> on his hard drive. Luckily, his fiance Melinda, who's amazing, uh, 
like celebrates the whole catalog. Right celebrates the whole catalog. Had it on her phone, <laughs> so they had to fucking plug in the phone and play it, and they yeah. had fun. And then like I was just kind of a little bummed out. And then uh, uh, Chris comes back up to the booth, and he's like, he's like, you know, I was like, the guys from Google were so stoked to hear that you played TV Party earlier. I was like, well, let me play it again. <laughs> uh, and then so I did this. That's great. And then, uh, so turn that. So then uh, Melinda also has footage of this on her phone that uh, yeah. Chris sent to me. And you, when I say TV party, you hear like the guys from Google going, I fucking love this song. And then I start playing it, and they start to dance. Yeah, that's oh, they're, not they're, not, they're just dancing around and having yeah, a good time. Yeah. I got to say, I, I think you should switch to Google. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, a big Google, man, Google, man. You know that. I know. If but... Google agrees, then you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I actually once uh, Josh Whedon wrong. I once tweeted out to Google saying like, "Hey, give me a bunch of money and I'll do a whole bunch of commercials for you." <laughs> I just yeah. it's like it's like uh, just do it. Paint me as a guy who was like, you know, a former addict. <laughs> learn the life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Listen, you guys know who I am. They I do need shameful to past. Yeah, <laughs> they do need to advertise. Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milk did it. Revolutionized milk. Uh, so Hard let's uh, let's take a uh, break with a song. I got to turn that down a little. <laughs> um, we're gonna play. Uh, you know, let's play. There's some guys uh, called Parents from New Zealand. Uh, they sent me a song. It's a 33-second song, so I'm going to play that. Um, uh, they're called Parents. song is called Threat. And then after that, we're going to play another song. So here's that. <laughs> Since you were a little pup, you 
charm opens arms, but that's not enough. Your skin gets yellow, your cheeks start to sag, and before you know it, you're half in the bag. So good luck, kid. You're gonna need it. If there's a good thing in this world, I ain't seen it. Hey, good luck, bud. You better get it, cause this world will kill you, kid, if you let it. So that was the song Good Luck by Soft Peaks out of uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Um, Merland. Merland. Isn't that where Future Islands is from? Is it Baltimore? I thought it was. Happy Week to know me. Yeah. (laughs) I guess that guy's an MC. He was uh, just a rapper for a long time. Oh, yeah? No way. Yeah. The Future Islands guy? Yeah. Let's uh, see if we can find something. It's my favorite Letterman performance of recent years. Yeah, it's good. I love that, huh? The War on Drugs one was pretty good, too. I've been hearing a lot about that band recently. That new album's pretty good. There's a video proof that Future Island singer is a good rapper off of uh, sp- some spin article. Oh, this is hmm. Hemlock Ernst is his uh, MC name. Very white. Very Baltimore. Super, yeah. Why? I don't know. Hemlock, sort of Poe, I think. No, Socrates. Oh, right. Guess I was wrong about that one. That's uh, some other guy, I hope. I hear about what about this? Because I really want to fuck you too. <laughs> I thought that was an ad oh, yeah. playing. God damn these fucking dumb fucking pitchfork. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, Wikipedia says they're from Greenville, North Carolina. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I've been practicing that motherfucker for two days straight. I won't get it a couple times. All right. Let's go, man. I got one more for you guys. Just kind of, I guess this doesn't make a lot of sense in LA because you guys are going to snow, but uh, this is uh, some old Rosario. A lot like uh, Toronto or something. You know, I lived out in Baltimore, and uh, we had a crazy fucking blizzard, and we were all like wrapped up in our houses. Uh, couldn't get anywhere. Maybe he's second, second, second album. They, they moved to Baltimore. Uh, yeah. um, Leave some verses about me being dead, broken, hurting real hard. Let's fucking do it. Um, but it's winter time, so this works out, man. It's an old night wonder. She's at the mansion. Woo! 
streets of Baltimore in my old hill, waiting for a storm to come. It just gets colder still, like a bottle fill. I bottled in a case, locked up in a house, so cold, I'm frozen to this place. We all freeze enough to call Jesus to some weekend. Under ebony lines speaking, the stars speaking. When I see him up on the fallout, my window singing. It's a big evening, I'm breathing, my mouth muffled. Under four shirts, so mad devil. You're mad, I sort of stay warm and still want you. The sun loves you. It just I've been waiting on it. <laughs> This is before he was in Future Islands? Yeah. All right, cool. Let's get into it. Hey, I'm Tim Lockhurst. What's up, y'all? Yo, happy birthday to this man right here, Jimmy McMillan. We all love you, buddy. So crazy the things you guys are originally did. This video is great because it, uh, he just, uh, the projected on the screen. Is an episode a, of uh, Quantum Leap. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Hip hop shows make me uncomfortable. You don't like them? No. It's like a little too earnest. <laughs> I'm like earnest. Er- <laughs> earnest. Uh, yeah. It's, it's like a I don't know, like like a slam poetry makes me uncomfortable too. I like I don't know. I've been to a bunch of really good, you know, a bunch. Shows. Yeah, in Hawaii, I used to go all the time. Well, that doesn't count. Oh, it doesn't count. That's right. right. Yeah. Because I actually enjoyed going to hip-hop shows. Yeah, and it makes my argument um, not as effective. Yeah, okay. <laughs> was it like that's when, uh, that's, You were just hoping I was being frivolous with saying a lot, a bunch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it'd be like, oh, no, I saw the alcoholics once. The licks? The licks. Uh, no, I like uh, the local scene uh, for hip hop in Hawaii because uh, the punk scene was kind of getting on my nerves, and uh, we had a bunch of friends that were just, you know, MCs and stuff like that, and DJs. So we were just yeah. going as many hip hop shows, and also all like anti con guys and rhyme sayers guys, like a lot of West Coast people just started coming to Hawaii to do shows constantly. So it was oh, yeah. going all the time. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. I just don't like when there's like sixty-seven people on stage at a hip hop show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's when I'm like, I can't even focus on one per like <laughs> yeah, everyone's I, talking over each other. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm I'm out. And they ran out of good mics, so there's just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hype men don't get sound checks. It seems yeah. like yeah, exactly. <laughs> get the shit if I want to see that many people on stage. I'll go to the L.A. Philharmonic yeah. or an Arcade Fire concert. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll see uh, Animal Collective. Oh, people on stage. I think so. Polyphonic Spree Polyphonic Spree That's better a better reference yeah. That's a better An improv reference. show Yeah <laughs> well, That's true yeah, yeah. Uh, An improv GM Maybe uh, What do you listen to lately? You went to a show You go to shows a lot You know I went to uh, oh, Here's what I went to A few days ago I went to Anti-Mask Which is the new It's basically The Mars Volta Oh, that's oh. right. Like whenever they break, they're like, yeah. "All right, we're done at the drive-ins, over." Yeah. But eighty percent of us are forming this new <laughs> band yeah. called the Mars Volta. It's like that, that Ben Folds Five lyric, uh, yeah. like uh, they, they broke, broke up. up in May, and then two two weeks later formed, formed without, without me. me. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So then the Mars Volta formed, and then their numbers anywhere, anywhere from four to eight or seven or six, yeah. or whatever. And then they were like, "We're done. We can <laughs> never work with each other again." Cedric and Omar, like, it's yeah. over. <laughs> seven months later, they're like, "All right, new project, new project, we're new back froze, together." The froze <laughs> have a gravitational pull. Yeah. Towards each other. <laughs> so hilarious. They're like brothers. I mean, not related, but they, you know, always fighting. What? So they started Anti Mask, oh. which is like, if you kind of split the difference between. At the drive-in in Mars Volta. So I thought it's that was like, called Sparta. No, that was like some shitty pop kind of emo 
It was. Rock it was thing. like yeah. the, it was the the more driving, less experimental parts of at the drive-in. Yeah, yeah. Was, was Sparta. Like I gave it a shot, and I was like, yeah, I don't like this. But it, they got pretty big, I think. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they were like a big warp tour kind of. Act. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, like it was like them. What was that Tom DeLonge's uh, boxcar racer or whatever? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. So these guys are like less. Yeah. They're less kind of thrashy than at the drive-in, and not as like progressive. 20 minute long songs as Mars Volta. Yeah. So it's pretty accessible. It's good. Oh, nice. And then they played at the Roxy, so I went to that and it was pretty awesome. Ro- Roxy's getting some good shows these days. Yeah, Golden Voice books it now. Yeah. So they're yeah. getting like. The FYF a little... guys, too, are in there. So. Oh, yeah. okay, are they, good, good. Are they still like papering that place? Like, if you no. want to go, you have to buy from the band. and They stopped doing it. That was the oh. first club on the Sunset Strip that stopped doing the pay to play thing. Oh, wow. Because. Oh, wow. So Lou Adler owns it, yeah. and then his son Nick took it over and started turning the whole thing around. Where he's like, "I'm not doing pay to play. I'm not booking garbage. I want to do what the Roxy originally was doing." Awesome. So he's st- like, he stripped everything away and started from the ground up. He's like, "I'm booking good bands. Wow. I'm going to get involved in social media and like promote the place like on online as, yeah. as opposed to just like." Hiring a band, yeah. and they were the first club out of all of them to do it, and they were it, it changed everything. That Sunset Strip Music Festival that happens—is that them? That's the that's the guy that owns the Roxy. Oh wow! It was like I'm trying. I want to bring music back to Is like that any good. I mean, it's it's good if you're into like that kind of rock and roll. That kind of because like uh, they'll Dean have like Delray rock and roll. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to have Dean on the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His music knowledge is pretty is pretty good. I just yeah, like he's just so silly. Like because he did, yeah. like he's the most ex- guy. He's the most successful guy. Of, I've ever met that was a part of that scene, yeah. that, like that like '80s Sunset Strip scene. Yeah, yeah. That was like his scene, right? That's like the music he's into. But he was playing music like in the '90s and stuff, okay. kind of like Ryan Adams ish in that world. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, like Motley Crue headlined it a few years ago. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, so I thought bands like that, like Corn, was on it. So yeah, it'll yeah. just be weird. The festival that is sponsored by and smells like Jack Daniels, right? Ex- exactly. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, <laughs> But how did we get on that? Oh, yeah, oh, like yeah, what, yeah. what the Roxy's doing. Yeah. So, like, they they just they put on good shows. And Some then of the they, best shows have been getting booked over there. Yeah, it's pretty – because the venue is so – it's the perfect It's a great size. venue. It's yeah. a great, great venue. I yeah. just don't like having to go over there for shows. That's, that's the nightmare when part. When we went to go see the – oh, no, Sean drove. I was going to say, was, yeah. but that was basically like taking an Uber. But, like, that's, like, 90% of the headache of the Strip was, like, oh, you got to pay twice what you paid for a ticket to park your car for but two hours. But not anymore. I mean, the Strip is pretty dead. I mean, you're there pretty regularly. I oh, mean, yeah. you have been for the past 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen, because, uh, you know, you're a comedy star regular. Mm. Um, also, anyone who's a, a fan of comedy should listen to, not because I'm on the episode, but listen to <laughs> the last, uh, the, uh, my episode of Skeptic Tank, which is Ari Shafir's podcast. He has this amazing story about trying so hard to get uh, passed at the comedy store mm. and he like gets choked up and cries I listened to it last night oh. my original intention was like oh I want to hear what Jonah and Ari talk about yeah. with, with Hawaii This yeah. I don't know anything about Hawaii really so that was my intention and then Ari starts it with I have an announcement and the intro to this episode is over an hour. It's over an hour. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I kind of was like, you know, I'm pretty stoked that he felt he could do it on my episode, yeah. but I was like, 
I could have just done that. Would have been an amazing episode of a podcast. If it was just this story about like it's like you know he's like talking about trying so hard to get past. Did he just get past? No, 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 oh, no. no. Okay. He announced it because he's actually going to be doing his first one hour, no, a second one hour special, but he's shooting it in the original room. Oh, nice. oh wow! And it's yeah. like a big, you know, it's a like you know, yeah. It's like all he wanted was to. He didn't expect anything else besides. He was like, I want to be the guy that's just here as a paid regular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he got a non-paid regular. That was like the big break after like yeah. five years of showcasing. Yeah. It's just a beautiful, and he tells it so well. Yeah, it's the story of a lot. A lo- I mean, his was he. She put him through way, way more than most other people. But yeah. like, that's the story of a lot. Like, w- yeah. if you want to know what the comedy store means to the comics that have been there a long time, and like the the. the from a comedian's perspective, not like the whole yeah. like what people think of it as like this like bunch of assholes hanging out there, but like not from, the way I think about it from the <laughs> artist's journey through comedy. Yeah. Like yeah. he tells it like I cried yeah. listening to it. Yeah, I teared up. There was a lot of like I went through some of that. I did some of that, and yeah. like yeah, it was really like it was pretty moving. Yeah. And like it's for it to all end with him like recording his his first Comedy Central produced one hour special, kind of where it all started was like. And then he cried, he cried like a yeah. pussy, Ari. Yeah, like a motherfucking <laughs> little fucking pansy. <laughs> okay. Uh, but anyway, so you've, been, also, you've been there for a long time, out. too. Oh, yeah. And so have you seen the strip kind of, the Sunset Strip just kind of get a little less... Strippy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not what it, I guess what it used to be. But then when I started going there, like in the early 2000s... Um, it's kind of what it is now, I guess. The music clubs, I think, do a little better. The comedy store does a lot better. Okay. They're shutting down the House of Blues. Did you read that? Whoa! I heard about that, yeah. yeah. No way. Yeah, they're going to put condos in? No, oh. like some hotel, like a boutique hotel. Oh, oh wow. my God. That's crazy. Isn't that weird? No. I've seen some amazing shows at that yeah. horrible club. I've seen <laughs> horrible shows at that club, too. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it doesn't... I mean, they don't really book a lot of good acts anymore they there. They don't. They got, like, Steel Panther and then their Gospel Sunday brunch. Right, yeah. right. And then, yeah. like, weird throwback, like... They would do a lot of hip-hop shows. They would? Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. They would get, yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. third-tier Wu-Tang members. Yeah. <laughs> right. Capadonna. Man, oh, man. But yeah, no more House of Blues. That's crazy. Where was yeah. the social distortion used to do, like, a month-long... Well, that's how they would pay for their year. Oh, really? They would do, like, a week of shows in Orange County House of Blues, and then a week of shows at L.A. House of Blues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, like, from what I heard, it's like, they didn't. They don't have to go on tour. Like, they... Like the tickets are like thirty to fifty, or there's and there's like VIP things or meet yeah. and greets, and mm-hmm. they just make their nut, right? That's Which nice. they can do because all a lot of those fans are all grown up now and they have the money. Yeah, yep. so like they oh let's go money. to speaking of nostalgia, let's go. Find you know what I saw time. last night? Counting crows. You said that's right. That's oh, what really? I thought, and I knew there was some reason I wanted to. And you and you yeah. posted the set list. Yeah. Or you or Dana posted the set list. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Probably maybe both of us. Yeah. Sarah too. Tiana. We were there with her. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was at the Greek last night. It was funny because me and D went to go get dinner at mess hall, and I was just like, I was like. Kind of, kind of crowded to the bar with a bunch of squares. I wonder if there's like a <laughs> high school reunion, yeah. 30 year <laughs> reunion happening. Yeah. A lot, uh, of, a lot of high waisted acid wash jeans here. Kind of. Don't normally see that many list. short dreads in a group. Yeah, well, that's a wig. Oh, it's like uh, weaved in. Or it's a weaved in all these thing, rumors. Yeah. That's know. weird. Courtney Cox is here. Yeah. Um, that's and weird. Every hot it. actress from the 90s is right, here. Right. Um, but he didn't play. Um, Fucking uh, Einstein on the beach. Oh, that's my favorite. That's like their best song. Yeah, I don't even. I'd have to hear that one. It was on the DGC Rarities compilation. (laughs) See, I didn't. 
I, um, that that was like when that was the, like the first time you got to hear uh, um, Jamie by that was like the first the Weezer. Jamie by the, Weezer. Oh, uh, okay. And, and I think uh, there was a Nirvana song on there. Yeah, that was it was. Uh, it was fairly a, hard to find for a while. No, well, it was a uh, uh, the original version of "Stay Away." It That's was right. pay to play, and it was making fun of uh, the whole strip. Like, uh. like it was like pay, pay to play. Um, I gotta find it, and it's uh, but it's it's so good, and it's funny. We've talked about this song before on the podcast with because it's Tony Thaxton from Motion City's uh, ex Motion City. Uh, it's his favorite song of theirs too, and it's so good. It could easily be like it could be like a. Elvis Costello song with the way the drums are. And imagine Elvis Costello singing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He loves Elvis Costello. He does. Yeah. That's a good song. That is good. <laughs> What's it called? It's called Einstein, Einstein on, on the, the Beach be- uh, on the Beach for an okay. Eggman. <laughs> I think it's That is good. I like it. Based on a Oh here the, this part coming up. Chills every time. All right, Adam's got to take off. Adam, we'll see you later. Bye, Adam. Bye, Bye Adam. Adam. Um, but yeah, that's uh, it's such a good song. Yeah, this is a funny thing that's happened. Um, it's a uh, you know, it's weird how people want to negate other people's um, you know validity of commenting on music mm-hmm. because of. Some other music they don't like because, like you know, you like some music that I don't like, but I don't. Mm. But I, when you recommend something, I still check it out. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like uh, even when you say you don't like something, like uh, I said something on Twitter, I was like, oh, I really like this band, and someone someone responded with, well, like, yeah, but you shit on Sublime, so you, your point is now invalid to me. Yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Yeah, and the the idea, and I've said this many times before, I don't think there's any no such thing as bad music. Because you can't tell the people making that music that's bad. You mm. can't tell their friends that are deluded because they're nice guys that is bad music. <laughs> uh, you can't, you know, you can't go up to a girl and say, "Hey, you know that Katy Perry song that you that kind of helped you get out a little depression because mm. your friends were mean to you in middle school, and you know, you know how it just like it really filled filled you up with so much strength." Oh, you mean firework? Uh, firework. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's a song. That's a very good example of that. It's like it's like you know that song's not good. Because uh, yeah. it's not like first off, it's not a Radiohead song. It's not a Beatles song, yeah. uh, and so you're wrong. You're wrong to like that song. That's yeah. ridiculous. You can't say that to anybody. Of course. And so there's no such thing as bad music because music is art, and art is uh, totally you know, subjective. Totally subjective. I'm gonna go home and listen to Repeater. <laughs> Wait, what's that? <laughs> That's Matt Matt Pryor. I'm gonna go home and listen to Repeater. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> you put some of the Matt Pryor stuff in there. Yeah, that That's great. Good old Bill Tackett. Yeah, good old Bill Tackett. You know, because Bill- I really want to fuck you. Too. All of Bill Tackett's hard work <laughs> is just squandered away by Neil's ambivalence towards uh, yeah. the art of soundboard. What's <laughs> that? Yes, <laughs> wheel, 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 flop, flop, indeed. Yeah. Nailed it. Um, let's take a break with another uh, submitted song. 
Um, if you want to help me out, here. introduce me to a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, let's do this. It's uh, Motel Beds. Uh, they're going on tour soon, and this is the uh, song Obey Your Lunch by Motel Beds. Motel Beds, Obey Your Lunch. Um, they're on tour right now. They're from Dayton, Ohio. Uh, let's see. August 30th, they're playing The Empty Bottle in Chicago. September 13th, Smiling Moose in Pittsburgh. Midpoint Music Festival in C- Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah. Good stuff. That's I like something it. that we've never done. Well, it's just right there, and I felt like I should say it. I like it. I think yeah, it's I, a good I, idea. I think that, that other band, that, that uh, Threat band I played earlier, uh, they're on tour in New Zealand. Um, Which is nice because that means people in New Zealand listen to this. And uh, thank you guys for illegally downloading the Meltdown show. Uh, yeah, because it's the only way the New Zealand or Australia or uh, England are going to be able to see it. I don't yeah. think it's going on uh, for now. Hulu for now. Yeah, but it's like you know, as long as it's uh, it's in the consciousness and people are aware of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No episode this week. Take a about? break. One week break because uh, all the other shows that night on Comedy Central are dark, and they don't oh, want no. that to right. Fuck with, with you. Oh. Makes sense. Yeah. Guys, Why? Einstein on the Beach, also the name of a Philip Glass opera. Philip Glass. We've talked about it. Well, last time we talked about the song, it's like we were trying to remember the guy who did it. And I was actually currently in uh, therapy with this guy at the time. And uh, when I got in, he's all, he's all, he's all, it was driving me crazy. 
Philip Glass. <laughs> really? Your therapist Eggman listens the, to yeah, your podcast? I started the beach Philip Glass, and I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's let's back this up, friend. <laughs> Listen, the, the, I want you to analyze me on the things I choose to bring. Yeah. To you. <laughs> right. Not that's a therapist that goes the extra mile. Yeah, yeah, he really was a great therapist, and he was also he was a former comic. Uh, oh, he was, cool. he was a really awesome guy, Rob Ross. Okay. Um, so wait, what does your therapist think of me? <laughs> you never came up. Not once. How often? It's did hard I to tell up? whether that's a good or bad thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. See, I think the problem with uh, certain sound drops is that they don't go unnoticed. They just everyone, just, everyone revels in how how fun they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the one problem. Because I listen to you know listening to like other people that do like you know, like uh, Howard Stern um, or even uh, like yeah, Kevin Bean kind of do it. I think sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's just like it's like they just glaze over. It. They don't yeah. go oh. <laughs> they don't celebrate it. Yeah, that's, no. the that's, that's the problem with on. having new ones all the time. Is like everyone's like, "What? Yeah, wait, what was it? Play it again." Cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what is? Let's give some of the ones you made. Neil made some on his phone. Uh, let's turn it up on the speakers. <laughs> it's Chris Rock saying, "I've had vagina." Yeah. I've had vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we we go. got that. That's a good one. Yeah, you just played that one. We all yeah, just want to start the don't conversation. Need friends. This is one I've already played too. If you want to help me out, introduce me to a girl. <laughs> it sounds like a guy doing a Chris Rock impression, but yeah. keep going. Yeah, <laughs> good. Sounds like you're in the shower. I was saving this one for when Cash talks about baseball. I like baseball. I like baseball too. Yeah, yeah, baseball good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the bit where it's just like when you're when you have to hang out with your yeah, wife's your wife. friends, yeah, husband, you put on yeah. play dates with yeah, yeah. And then he's, uh, other that stuff. is true, though. Other ones about where this, I forget which special it was, but I mean, there are a lot of black hockey players now, but um, I guess there wasn't at that time. Well, <laughs> so. don't you remember the uh, top five uh, from uh, the Nat X show on, com- okay. or on Saturday Night Live? Uh-huh. It was Nat X was like a, a talk oh. show character he had. And like you would do is like, now it's time for the Nat X top five. Why five? Because the man's too scared to give me ten. <laughs> it's top five that. reasons the uh, black guys don't play hockey. And it was like too many white guys with sticks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he ain't even going to have a stick. He's going to smack the puck with his dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't remember the others, but I remember like uh, the number one reason. <laughs> the number one reason was... Uh, uh, don't feel the need to dominate yet another sport. <laughs> <laughs> yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get around to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's this dude named Evander Kane. Played for Winnipeg. Dad trained him to be a boxer. Black guy. Canadian guy. who's like, I don't want to be a boxer, Dad. I want to play hockey. And now he's a hockey player. And he, he's a good hockey player. But he got into a fight with a guy and fucking one-punched him so hard. Nice. <laughs> like, wow. broke this guy's face apart with one punch. Fuck. And just like... Trots away like, oops, got a penalty. Yeah. Jesus, like, the guy's it. name is Evander. <laughs> yeah, Evander yeah. Kane. That's not, that would be a good like uh, UFC fighter name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like WWE up there. Yeah. How intimidating would it be if you actually got that guy in the UFC and he continued to fight with his skates on? Like he's wobbly, just wobbly, but he still knocks him out. Yeah. Doesn't even move. <laughs> yeah, it's. It, I watch the video seven times a year, probably, of him doing it, and it's uh, the commentator is great because he goes, "Whoa!" 
That is a right cross, Ben. <laughs> Crossed him up. <laughs> I'm looking for. I, I, I want to go to more games, more uh, Kings games this season. Do you ever go to any hockey games? I've never been to a hockey one. It's Just, a lot of fun. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's quick. It's quick. You're, you get in there. You're, yeah. you're out there no matter what in at about 90 minutes. No, no. way. No. 22 no. hours? So it's... Maybe, yeah, two and a half hours. Yeah, that's not 20 bad. minutes in between periods. But it's just that's the thing. It's, Do they you play know. at Staples? Yeah. 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 So okay. you get, you get oh, good. in yeah. and out way quicker than going to a baseball game. Plus, it's uh. not a baseball game. Yeah. <laughs> baseball games I've found when you're at them are more fun than trying to watch them on TV. Oh, yeah. I, I cannot watch. It's, yeah. hey. it's like a cool, if it's like a nice day. I went to a uh, Giants game at Giants Stadium, San oh, Francisco. That's, yeah. that's a great Fucking park, awesome. I went yeah, with Ari yeah. last oh, yeah. year. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's right. No, because uh, that was right before I got came up and we did the punchline, right? Or it was right after? I think it was, ooh, I don't know. Because Ari was at Cobbs. No, that was before. It was whenever Outside Lands oh, was. Oh, okay, okay. Because we went on like that Sunday or something oh, like nice, that. Oh, nice, nice. Um, but yeah, you just hang out, eat pretty good food, yeah. Yeah. Like watch yeah. the game and talk. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it is a very relaxing. I, the, the seats are not the best. Well, yeah, especially and we're got, tall, yeah, so we're screwed. Legs, so, yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like it when the Dodgers sucked because I would go cash and then we would just sit down in our seats for the first inning because you'd be crammed in with a bunch of people and then you just go, oh, there's no one in the outfield, and then we just go and have a whole section to ourselves yeah. and like eat awesome. smoked cigarettes and I. Sprawl out. And put yeah, but isn't that always like doused in a ton of sunlight? No, no, uh, no night games. Night games. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, oh, cool. And yeah. then when uh, that that Giants fan got beat half to death, everybody was overly polite. It was yeah. really <laughs> nice. Like I, I would go in, I was dressed all in Giants gear, and they'd come up to me like, "We're sorry about that." You want Can to we carry you to your seat? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my friend Catherine, uh, she's in the the band Wohong. She um, she would go to Dodger games all the time. She's a big Dodger fan, but she was always just horrified. Cause she would get into it and yell stuff, but like yeah. she wants like there was these two little girls, little girls in angels outfits, uh, because it was the Anaheim Angels mm-hmm. or something like that. And these dudes just lean over, they go, "Fuck you!" and they poured their beer onto these little girls, which what? I think should be illegal. That's a salty banana. That should I, be I think, illegal. I think technically, that's serving a beer to a minor. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a minor getting served. That's yeah, for that sure. Is true. Yeah, it's also technically assault. Yeah. Yeah, that really is, is awful. Yeah, but uh, you know, I like the idea of a hockey game being that short, though. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's it, it is also fun. Staples Center food is also awesome. Yeah, they got like a good chicken sandwich. Ask Dave Plug. But like we went and we got these oh, yeah. kind of nosebleeds, and you just see, you see the whole. It's so much easier to watch a hockey game this way. Yeah, yeah. and I gotta say, Neil and Dave took me to some <laughs> low seats, and it is a complete. It's so much more yeah. intense when yeah, you get well, down on the bottom. Uh, that, that's something you should work up to, but yeah. it's fucking intense. <laughs> I just wouldn't be able to tell what was going on. Go too yeah. fast. Like when you're up above, you can kind of see it. And plus, like, you know, when you see in hockey games, they just bump up against the, the, mm. the edges yeah. and you're just like, you're like, oh, that's really hard. When you're there, especially in the nosebleeds, you, you like, you feel it in your chest. <laughs> yeah. It's that hard. It's yeah. so, and you see the boards like, the, cause wow. they used to be a little bit more rigid, but now they have give to them because it doesn't yeah. fuck you up as much. But yeah, it sounds like a gunshot. Yeah, <laughs> guys, I just got a text message. Uh, we're gonna get our plaid shirts game, taken man. away if we don't stop talking about sports. <laughs> oh really? Oh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's break for a song and then we'll wrap it up. And on the way back, this is um, uh, Eric Blood. He is uh, out of Seattle, and he uh, he says uh, uh, shows like this have made him a comedy nerd. So hope cool. Hope oh, thank you. To enjoy your music. Phenomenal pornography is the name of the song. Oh, great, uh, and his name song. is Eric with a K. Blood. You got that, Adam? Eric with a K, blood. (laughs) 
that was Eric Blood with Phenomenal Pornography. Speaking of Phenomenal Pornography, uh, the latest single from Nicki Minaj, Anaconda, which um, I, you know, I wanted to like it a lot more than I did because uh, she uses the uh, Sir Mix-A-Lot song, Big Butts. Um, So she's rapping. She's got a big butt. My Anaconda don't. My Anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. Boy, toy named Troy used to live in Detroit. Big dope selling money. He was getting some coins. Was the shootouts with the lure, but he lived in a palace. Very reminiscent of Dice Clay's rhyming. He was keeping me stylish. Now that's real, real, real. Gun in my purse, bitch, I can't just a kill. So here's the thing about the song is that mm. I like all the parts of it, but it goes nowhere. Yeah, it yeah. builds up to nothing mm. every single time, and it always like starts back down to where it started. And it seems like it's about to just get real intense, and it just maybe that's the <coughs> idea. Maybe that's like maybe she thinks it's going to be like oh, it's like almost making a guy come, and then uh, right. then he you know it's probably what she it's a blue yeah. ball single. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much it. But the video for this near the end of it, they have uh, Mystery Science Theater silhouettes watching the. Uh, Watching her in the video, which is uh, pretty funny. Yeah. I don't mind that at all. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. There's going to be an uproar from the fan community. <laughs> yeah, which I think is going to... They should all be careful about saying how much they don't like it because it could easily sound racist. That's true. <laughs> that, yeah. That's very true. Like, if you look at, by and large, the Misty fan base uh, yeah. is pretty Midwestern. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty white. Yeah, they're it's like- a bunch of guys and girls that look like me. Right, yeah. So I think it's I think it's really rad. Um, And that's coming from someone who say that. Uh, But uh, but uh, yeah, so that was pretty good. And uh, that was a good song by uh, Eric Blood. Good job. Um, We had a lot of good. We have we're getting a lot of good stuff being sent in these days. Yeah, please keep it up. Please keep it up. JonahRadio at gmail dot com. Like, there's some stuff that I just can't really find a place for. Like. could use this for bed music, I guess. This week, This American Life. This American Life. <laughs> things we say, the things we don't say. You know, I was walking down the street the other day, and nobody recognized me, and I realized I was in radio. <laughs> I feel like this, the, the story has to be about destroying in some way. I mean, a little bit. Yeah. Destroying big things, destroying little things. When I was little, I played with lake oats. You know, not the, not the big castles. My dad couldn't afford that. I was talking about the boats. I would always play with boats because I'm a blue blood. Anyway, I would get so mad sometimes that I would destroy it. We're going to talk to another guy who created the A-bomb. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was good. So, yeah. Um, what is it? Is that you? Yeah, that's a long one. I shouldn't play that. Mm. Well... You did. Who sang, or not sang, but who, whose song was that that you were just playing for the... Destroyed? Oh, that was a uh, good, good job. Uh, it was Censor uh, 2, Korea. Um, or, yeah, that, that's Censor 2. Censor 2. Yeah. Giving it up. Yeah, that was good. There was a lot of good music sent in. I'm going to go home and listen to Repeater. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so we're going to... Let's uh, 
Let's fucking do it. Let's We've had a lot of fun hanging out. Nick Youssef, uh, your album, you Stop Not Owning This, yes. is available now on iTunes. Yes. Yes. It's on vinyl. Yeah, iTunes and All Things Comedy. All uh, things so allthingsrecords.com. Really, when, he's, when he's promoting the thing, no. oh, yeah. really, it's um, probably the most rude thing you've ever done. <laughs> and that's saying a whole lot. We could make uh, The song you were just playing would be a good promotional background music. That's, that's a place it could fit. That's true. Um, there you go. And then the band's like, hey, man, no. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um, that's not what we're for. So, yeah, allthingscomedy.com and iTunes, and then very soon on vinyl, which I'm so excited it's gonna about. It's going to be real good. It's oh, be yeah. good to have that on vinyl. I cannot wait. <laughs> I imagine um, it's going to be like a limited run of 500 that people will be able to get at a you know online and then oh yeah. uh, well you go on the road yeah 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 that yeah, sounds sounds good to me it's gonna be gorgeous uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd imagine I'd, yeah, I'd imagine too. it's gonna be gorgeous uh, and people can find you online at uh, my Twitter is n i c k y o u s s e f and uh, my website, which has links to everything else social media related, and your is podcast. Yeah, all that stuff. But my podcast is called Occasionally Awesome. That's on all things comedy, and there's links to that as well on my website, which is nickyousef.com. N i c k y o u s s e f dot com. Cool. Thank you. Oh. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, dude. This is great. Uh, I want to give it up for Cash Hartzell for coming down. Thank yeah. you so much for doing this, Cash. What about Adam? Adam, Adam, thank you. Thank you for listening this far just to see who we're going to play last. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then also, uh, you know, go uh, watch The Meltdown Show uh, with Jonah Kumail on Comedy Central Wednesday nights, Thursday mornings. Uh it's a, They're also available for purchase on uh, Amazon and iTunes. Check it out. Um, if you like any of the bands you heard, please do go to the link section of the posting of this episode on Nerdist.com and buy just a track or an album or a T-shirt or go see them live and tell them Large March sent you. Um, <laughs> when does this episode come out? This episode will come up uh, Thursday. Okay. Um, and why do you, want, you have some you, dates you want for this weekend? Uh, no, but next week I'll be in Chicago. There you go with Ari? Uh, yeah, Zanies. Nice. And then September 4th through 6th I'll be in New York at Gotham. Cool. Oh, I probably I'll probably send you for Chicago. I'll probably send you a guest list for uh, my brother-in-law. Okay. Yeah. 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 Let yeah. You know. um, so, if any of you other people have brother-in-laws in uh, the Chicago right. land area, Chicago uh, land. Uh, Neil, um, who uh, who was the editor of the latest episode of Drunk History, which is the most well-reviewed and received Neil episode Bird. yet. Neil, Neil, when's your next episode of the show airing? Uh, like two weeks. In two weeks. Yeah. Sports. Uh, Sports. Keep an eye out for sports. Sports. It was going to be the season finale. It is no longer the season finale. Ouch. Yeah, I got, got demoted. <laughs> uh, awesome. Yeah. It's, but it's still a good episode. Sports stories. Sports stories. So it's started, all related started out to as all, Started out as all Olympic stories, but then we... That's not where it was the on best that one? stories. Matt Jones from Breaking Matt Bad. Matt Jones from Breaking oh, Bad. Cool. Uh, we got Jason Momoa from... Crown of Thorns. What's that show called? Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> yeah, aggressively didn't want to know or get it right. Right, Crown of Thorns. Which yes. means that was a, that go was, back that was a the lower third. No, right. I knew that Crown was wrong, but I thought this. Thorns was right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really did think Crown thorn. of Thorn birds. Crown Ooh, of Thorns. That's what Jesus wore. Um, yeah. A few more oh. drunk histories. Got a infomercial coming on Adult Swim that's thing. right oh yeah and, uh, uh, with uh, oh you know yeah, what song yeah, I wanted to bring up and that I heard on the way over here on NPR is it's a PSA 
that was uh, created and is airing on radio stations in Africa called Ebola is Real. No. And it's pretty catchy. <laughs> I'm serious. You hear it. No pun Wait, intended. Ebola? Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know. No pun intended. But it, that's the first. I'm like, this is actually a catchy, cool. <laughs> Ebola is Real. Pretty catchy. Yeah, it's like a PSA they did. And I'm listening and I'm like, man, if you weren't paying attention to the lyrics, you'd be like, all right, yeah, feeling pretty good right there. <laughs> I can't believe it slipped my mind. I hope it's somewhere. Um, Search in Dutch. It'll probably be in Dutch. Ebola is real song. Um, Oh, here it is. Okay. Shadow and Cuzzy of Two Kings. Is this it? No. Oh, Ebola in town. That song. (laughs) Yeah, it's a it's a public service announcement like song that's airing on radio, and then NPR got a hold of it and played it. I think that's it. That's what's coming up. Ebola in town. No, Ebola is real. Ebola is real. What uh, kind of music is it? Like, is it a rock and roll or is it like? No, it's like a kind of. It has like a, it's like a catchy kind of pop oh. thing. Oh. Nicki Minaj. Well, I can't find. Yeah, yeah. I wish I would have thought of it. Well, earlier. check it out. It's, there's going to be at least four days in between now and then. So Ebola is yeah. real. Song. Tune into that national public radio. Uh, so there you go. What it, I typed in Ebola is real song, and then I got radio in Liberia seems like it's all Ebola all the time. <laughs> that's an yeah. that's somebody complaining about it. W-U-N-C dot org. Yeah. Well, hey, we'll try for another time. <laughs> God gave Ebola to you. God gave yeah. Ebola to all right. you. Well. Uh, we're going to end the uh, already screeched to a halt podcast. I know, I know. <laughs> Thanks, uh, With a, uh, another Cheap Girl song. Um, this song's called Ruby. Uh, that's the name of my pup. So uh, enjoy it. <laughs> he was laid out like a corpse on the Apologies cement. for every single episode we've ever done. <laughs> Yay!
Now leaving Nerdist.com.